coming up. And don't let or have to need life to get hard for you to be inspired by the fact that rest is coming. See, some of us are there. We, we're not motivated by this statement until things go wrong in our lives, until we're, 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 we're fit to be tired, until we had it up to here. I'm tired of being tired. And you know, that's when now all of a sudden somebody tell you rest coming. Now you're inspired by that statement. Don't wait till you get to that state to be inspired by the fact that rest is coming. As a follower of Christ, we should be inspired by it when we're when we're high, when things are just well in our lives. Everything is going like we would like. It should still inspire us. Hello and thank you for joining us on One by One the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Jesus never said following him would be easy. In fact, many of his teachings reveal the difficulties and struggles of this life and the effort it takes to truly live out our salvation. Join us for the series, Making Every Effort, where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn challenge us to examine our walk with Jesus Christ and how well we are striving to be like him. Here's the fifth message in the series, Entering God's Rest, part one. And so the first point on your page is, the people of God should follow God's example. Mm -hmm. The people of God should follow God's example. Hebrews 4, 9 and 10 says this, there remains then a Sabbath's rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, mm -hmm. just as God did from his. Amen. Amen. This is speaking about the rest that the people of God will experience when we transition from this life to eternal life in the very presence of God himself. That's what this passage is referring to. Mm -hmm. And God rested when he created everything mm -hmm. um, as an indicator to us and as an example to us mm -hmm. that it is necessary for us to rest too. Um, God didn't rest, as I said earlier, because he was tired. He rested because he was done. Yeah, it was right. complete. In fact, he declared that when he finished, that it was all it was. It was very good. He had been saying it was good. But then on that last day, when you when he created you and I or were human beings, that is, yeah. he said it was very, very good. good. Very good. <laughs> and so he was done. And so just like God rested, he was setting the table for us that we ought to rest. That means you shouldn't be working seven days a week. My wife's probably looking at me crazy right now because she keeps telling me, Rob, you need to back up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all, those of you guys that were on Bible Life Group on Wednesday night, I said, pray for your pastor. Because he be working hard, hard to, to study and make sure he bringing the truth. Yeah, but yeah, so you know, I you know, I'm I'm preaching to myself, y'all too, with about this yes, rest and stuff. Yes, on top of him doing his regular forty plus hour a week job. <laughs> yeah, and other things. <laughs> 
So we got to take, we got to follow God's example, folks, and yeah. and we need to rest. Rest. And so the this, just in general, as we're here, that's you know we need to rest as we're living, and specifically, as I said, this passage is referencing when we enter to that final rest, mm -hmm. and when we transition from this life, and we are now with God eternally. Yeah. It's speaking to that. Amen. Look what it says um, in Hebrews 4.11. It says, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest. Mm -hmm. Make every effort. Let us therefore make every effort mm -hmm. to enter that rest. Yeah. I want to let that sit with you a little bit. Because this is the type of topic of today's sub the subtopic, entering the rest, mm -hmm. entering God's rest. And so we need to not take that lightly. Yeah. And this passage is referencing a shadow and type of entering God's rest that happened with the children of Israel when God delivered them from the land of Egypt. And he had given, he had promised them to go into what you guys have probably heard, the promised land, mm -hmm. a place flowing with milk and honey, a place where they would receive rest from their bondage that they had in Egypt. Yeah. And so that promise and that place of rest was a shadow and type of, of heaven, a shadow and type of the eternal rest mm -hmm. that pe the people of God would enter into. And so that means that there are some things that we can learn from the this incident of them uh, in 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 life experiencing deliverance, going to the promised land or into that place of rest. So there's some things that we're going to learn. We can learn from them, and we'll be mm -hmm. talking about that today. Okay. So we need to make every effort. That's the point to enter to the rest. Amen. Entering to God's rest. In other words, is not automatic. Yeah. I'm going to say that again um, because I, I in my living, I've, I've experienced people who think that entering into God's rest is automatic, and it's not. Mm -hmm. And it's not, and everybody won't enter into God's rest. Mm -hmm. And we got to understand that. That is why we got to make every effort. If everybody entered into God's rest, then we didn't have to, we don't have to make any effort at all because it's automatic. Right. 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 And we can just do whatever we want to do and say, well, rest is coming. Yeah. But that's not the truth. The Bible mm -hmm. does, does not mm -hmm. say that. Right. I've heard people say, um, you know, people tell them, sit down, you're doing too much or whatever. No, I, I, I'm on rest when I die, yeah. you know, yeah. but not doing anything yes. to work towards that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's a, a, a lie of the enemy <laughs> yeah. to put into our heads to even think that way. Mm -hmm. When the scripture would tell us to make yeah. every effort to enter into the rest. Mm -hmm. And so and we're going to talk about some things that we need to be need to be done um, today. Mm -hmm. Um and so that's why that therefore is there in the passage, because it's referencing the shadow and type of the children of Israel entering to the promised land. Amen. Amen. So this raises the question. Then if we ought to make every effort, write this down. What can we do to make every effort to enter God's rest? So what do we do then? What, what does that mean? 
if I'm going to make every effort. So I want to give you four things to do today to make every effort to enter into God's rest. Number one, <clears throat> we must know that God's rest is coming. We must know that God's rest is coming. Mm. All right. Now, what I what we 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 have to do is know it's coming, mm. not presume that it's coming. Like many have done, they presume that it's coming. No, I said we need to know that it's coming. Yeah. Now, I want to warn you here, though, because it can seem real simplistic. Mm hmm. And it can seem so simplistic that it keeps you from being inspired by this point that we need to know that it's coming. Hmm. I don't want you to fall victim to the enemy's uh, um, tactic of instilling apathy into us about the fact that rest is coming. I don't want you to fall victim to that. So just because it sounds simple, you say, well, I heard it a lot of times. I've been hearing it all my life. It just seems, and then it's uninspiring to you mm -hmm. for a follower of Jesus Christ, for the people of God. Yeah. The fact that we say rest is coming, that should not be uninspiring. It should absolutely be inspiring mm -hmm. that rest is coming. Yeah. Um, and so, cause we don't want, we don't want to fall victim to that. Don't let the simplicity um, beguile you. Mm -hmm. uh, get you all twisted up yeah um because and don't let uh uh or have to need life to get hard yeah for you to be inspired by the fact that rest is coming mm -hmm. see some of us are there we we're not motivated by this statement until yeah. things go wrong in our lives yeah. until we're 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 fit to be tired mm -hmm. till we had it up to here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm tired of being tired. And you know, that's when now all of a sudden somebody tell you rest coming. Now you inspired by that statement. Right. Don't wait till you get yeah. to that state to be inspired by the fact that rest is coming. Mm -hmm. As a follower of Christ, we should be inspired by it when we're, when we're high, when things are just well in our lives, yeah. everything is going like we would like. Right. It should still inspire us. And here's the reason why. Mm -hmm. Because um, chilling on the beach or uh, uh, relaxing in a tranquil place, watching the sunrise, mm -hmm. you might call that a restful environment or a restful experience. But the, 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 what this rest we're talking about is a million times more restful than that. We can't even begin <laughs> we can't to imagine. Even, can't even begin to imagine yeah. how restful it really is going to be. We can look at those uh, things that you mentioned, like right. being on the beach and how nice that feels. Right. Oh, and then try to imagine with our little brains how that can be a million times better. Gotta, we can't even, we can't can't, even figure it can't out. Imagine. I love Hawaiian sunsets. I can't even figure out how it can be better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's why we yeah. should be inspired by the statement because not only do we just, we know that rest is coming, we know that the rest is beyond our imagination too. Yes. It's beyond any rest that we can ever experience here. It's greater than that. So you just got to know that. And if you're not inspired by the statement, Maybe you don't understand just how unimaginable the rest that God has for us yeah. is going to be. Yeah. 
And so all you can think of is the beach or, you know, the mountains or the forest or wherever that place that's wrestle for you. Yeah. And that's the that's as far as your mind can go. But let me tell you, let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be uh, a gazillion times more restful than that. <laughs> and that's what we need to know. Praise so when we talk about the rest of God, it needs to inspire us like that. And again, the enemy want to trick you to think. That that's it's too simple. You don't need to be inspired by it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even we can't even fathom the magnitude mm-hmm. of the rest that God will have have for us. Mm-hmm. So we got to know that rest is coming. Yeah. And so I want to uh, look what Hebrews four one says. It says, uh, therefore, since the promise of entering His rest still stands. Mm -hmm. The promise of entering his rest still stands. And the reason that this passage is so important, as I said earlier, we saw a shadowing type of the rest God was going to have for us eternally Mm -hmm. through when we looked at the children of Israel being delivered out of Egypt and going into the promised land. And the promise of God's rest still stands is Mm -hmm. that though that was a type of it, it wasn't it. (laughs) It wasn't the final rest. So there's more rest coming. And on top of that, as we're going to see that many of them who came out of Egypt did not get to the promised land. And that's another reason why the promise still stands. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one of the ways that we can know, one of the things that will help us know about the rest that God has is what Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 and 30. It says this, and this is Jesus speaking again. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And many of you heard this passage before. Mm-hmm. And I want to speak to you here. I want us to really get into this. This is one of the things that gives us the assurance that rest is coming. God's rest is coming because through Jesus Christ, we are able to experience uh, some of it. And that experience gives us a knowledge of the rest and experience with the rest and to know that there's more rest coming. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus, and this is proof that more rest is coming. Jesus wants us to be free from the yoke of the world because the yoke of the world isn't a light yoke. It isn't a light burden. We talked about this a little bit last week. We talked about the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and pride of life which the scripture says are the temptations, the only temptations that the world offers. 
Those are the things that the world offers us. Mm -hmm. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. And those are yokes. Um, These are the world's yokes. The, The world's yokes leaves us burdened. We're trying to fulfill our fleshly desires. Mm -hmm. Hedonism. Hedonism can be a burden. Trying to fulfill your flesh desires. And because you know what? You never can. Y'all know it. You know. One one cookie just ain't never enough, right? (laughs) That's that's just one example. One example. You just, you can't, you don't, you know. One potato chip. One potato chip (laughs) is not enough. One McDonald fry is just not enough. (laughs) I mean, we don't, our fleshly desires never get fulfilled. In fact, this lust of this world, this yoke of this world, this burden of this world leads us to addictions. Because we are get trapped into the cycle yeah. of trying to fulfill a desire that we can't fulfill. Mm-hmm. It's just never going to go away. We, we, this leads us to pornography, drugs, shopping, <laughs> food, yeah. etc. Because of our fleshly desires. And Jesus is saying, come to me. Come to me. You got this burden of this, the world's yoke, this world's burden that's on you and you just can't fulfill it. Yeah. The world's yoke causes us to want everything we see. Materialism, lust of the yeah, eyes. That's right. Yeah. It, it, want, it causes us to want everything we see. Mm-hmm. So we're pursuing getting more and more possessions mm-hmm. and end up with the burden of debt and stress. Trying to get stuff. Yeah. And all the things that comes with it. That's true. This is the world's yoke. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, "Come to me. Come to me. My burden is easy. My, you know, and and my and I, my yoke, my yoke is easy, and my burden is light." Yeah. He says, I, "I'm not going to put those burdens on you that the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes put on you." Jesus says, I, "I'm not putting that burden on you." Mm-hmm. And by experiencing Jesus's yoke. We can we can understand what we can start to understand that more rest is coming. The yoke of the world causes us to seek fame, Mm -hmm. prestige Mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. Things that gives us and lift us up in front of the eyes of other people. We end up consumed by people. We, we end up consumed by what people think about us. Yeah. And people that we don't even care about. And people that we don't care about. Yeah. We end up trying yeah. to please people yeah. we don't even know who don't even care about us right. and we don't even care about. Right. Right. We turn into people pleasers. Yeah. And Jesus is saying that that's not the burden that I'm going right. to give you. Yeah. Yeah. I won't put those kind of burdens on you. In fact, Amen. I will give you rest. Amen. From Amen. those burdens. Amen. We about to the women's group is about to uh, learn about the good life. The good Hold life. On, yeah, our Amen. next study. And we're going to be talking about what Jesus says is the good life. Amen. 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 And so we we'll get we'll get caught up in all of this stuff, the burdens of the world. Yeah. We get caught up in throwing our clothes. There ain't nothing wrong with them. Mm. They, they still work, but they out of style. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. you spent all that money right. on them. You wore them three times, and now mm-hmm. it's, you don't put them out. They got they out your closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. We so what was what's your famous state? We so jacked up. We so jacked up. <laughs> so so Je- jacked up. Jesus is telling us, yeah. come to me. You got these burdens of the world on you. You're feeling this weight. He says, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put those weight, those burdens on you. And we as people of God should not be trying to put those burdens on each other either. Yeah. The world's burdens on each other yeah. in the church. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah. They do that in the church. In the church. Yes. 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 And Jesus says, that's not my way. Right. And he says that he would will relieve us from those burdens. Mm-hmm. And that experience with Jesus Christ, the relief of those burdens with Jesus Christ gives us indication and helps us know that, wow, I can rest from these things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, you yes. can. Yes. And that points us to the eternal rest that we will eventually have mm-hmm. because this world, we be out of this world and we be in that place where there's no sin, there's no pain, there's no suffering and on and on and on where the burdens that we feel now are gone. Mm-hmm. And but we can come to Jesus and get a sense of what that's like. Amen. That's what he says. The second thing that we can do to make every effort to enter into God's rest is we must be careful so we don't miss God's rest. Mm-hmm. We must be careful so that we don't miss God's rest. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 4.1 goes on to say, therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, mm-hmm. let us be careful that none of you be found to have Falling short of it. The text says his promise stands. So we got to be careful Mm -hmm. that we don't we don't fall short of it. Again, it's not automatic. And you can fall short of it. The text says we need to be careful. Amen. So we don't. All right. And. It gives us an example. As I mentioned earlier, the children of Israel, all of those who was brought out of Egypt to go to the promised land did not make it. Look what it says here in Numbers 32, 11 through 12. It says, because they have not followed me wholeheartedly, Not one of those who were 20 years old or older when they came out of Egypt will see the land, I promise, on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hmm. Not one except Caleb, son of Jephna, uh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun, for they followed the Lord wholeheartedly. Look what the passage says. It says, Only two who were 20 years old and older that came out of Egypt made it into the promised land. That's a lot of that's a lot of folk, y'all. That's a lot of folk who missed missed that opportunity. Who missed who missed the promised land. That's a lot of folk who missed the rest that God wanted to give them. It's it's not automatic. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much 
that he sent his son to die for your sin. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus Draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. See, see, we see, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know for some of y'all, you go, yeah, yeah. some of y'all thinking, well, wow, you know, well, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not an axe murderer or nothing, yeah, because we have, yeah. we, we want to find that middle ground, so we put axe murderers and rapists and uh, child abusers and whatever other titles over here as right. evil, and then we say, well, we, I'll just slide right in here into this middle ground, <laughs> right. I'm not gonna go to church, yes. I'm not gonna read my Bible, I'm not gonna believe in Christ Jesus. But I'm here, and I, and I figure if I'm here and not here, and I'm was, a nice person, and, and I'm a nice person, yeah. and I'm not here where these evil people are, then if there is a heaven, and if there is a rest, I yeah. must be qualified to go. Right. I come to tell you today, absolutely not, according to the scripture. Thank you for listening.